welcome to StarCast, which is a potential name for this podcast here with the Kansas City Star. I'm here with Sam Mellinger. We are outside Minute Maid Park. Uh, we needed somewhere quiet, so uh, we found the smoker's deck. You know what else is smoking, Sam? The Astros bullpen. That's right. It's still a heap of ashes after what the Royals did to them in game four of the ALDS. Uh, really, you know, we covered the wild card game last year against the A's. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, that was a long night. <laughs> this, thankfully, was a day game. That was outstanding. Uh, I've never been happier for a noon start time. I mean, yeah, so to rescue the season, um, obviously, you know, people are going to want to talk about comparing this to last year's game. Um, for me, I don't know if it's more impressive. I mean, it's it's certainly as impressive. It's an incredible victory. There were, I mean, they made it look easy. Does that make sense? Like the, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Like I thought. Okay, so I, I think what they did tonight, like if we're going degree of difficulty, may have been a little bit more. I think the Astros are a better team than that A's team was. I think the A's team yeah. was just fading in the second half. A lot yeah. of those guys were probably ready to go home. Um, we now know about John Lester and not right. being able to throw to right. first and stuff right. like that. Um, but last year was like, to me, you can't replicate like no. sort of the context no, no, and everything. No. Like that was a blast. That was, you know, you, you wrote this in one of your stories. I forgot which one, but you said like every playoff game last year felt like a gift. Yeah. And and this year there's just, there is a different feeling. This is a team with yeah. expectations. If they don't make the World Series, they're going to be really really disappointed. Right. Well, um, the, the, but you know, to, to to come back off Leicester, like it was like there was bunting and stolen bases yeah, yeah, yeah. and all sorts of up and down. And this was just no base hit, base hit, base hit, base hit, base hit. We are a better team than you. It, and was it was wild. It yeah. was like seeing just them exert their will and just remind. I mean, it, it's like the difference between the two teams. Like last year, it was like frenetic, and this year, it was just like, nah, we're just better. Yeah, we're going to put together our best at bats now, and we're going to be productive. They got, you know, they benefited from Carlos Correa making uh, was a an huge error. play. It was a tough play. I, I, I don't think they turned two there. Um, maybe he does. Morales is running. Morales is running. It's a tough play for a, a guy to make, especially with the carom. I mean, and either way, if they turn two. You know, they still got one run in. And, no, 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 for sure. I, I, it it know, was a tough play. Was, I'm, not, a, I'm not saying Correa yeah. just, like, screwed up. But yeah. I think that that was going to be a tough Oh, it's play. a I, huge I think, turning point. But I think they would have turned, too. I mean, Maybe. No, I don't know. We'll never know. It doesn't matter. I haven't watched the replay. I wasn't even watching the game. I was ready. <laughs> no. Um, so, that, to me, is the interesting thing, though, is, like, it, it, it lacks the sort of... Um, the sort of, I, I, I just, it just, it was like, it was like they remembered who they were all of a sudden, and they, they've been dormant for, I mean, for four games, they've been the second best team on the field, Yeah. and all of a sudden, you know, facing three pretty good relievers, they just put together this great string of at-bats, and it wasn't, it wasn't even surprising, like, well, I, I said this earlier, you know, once Eric Hosmer got that single off Tony Sipp, um, or was that Harris? I'm trying to remember. It was Sip. It was Sip. Yeah. Right? Lefty. Yeah, yeah. So Sip comes in to get Hosmer. Hosmer's been just ass all series. Yeah. Um, Literally be. ass in the, that, <laughs> that hit that he had that one game, too. Hopefully this doesn't get bleeped. But, you know, he's just been he's been brutal. And yeah. He, and he knew this. And instead of coming up there and trying to hit a six-run home run, he just, you know, he goes for a couple fastballs. He lays off a couple sliders. He gets a, a fastball in the zone and just punches it into right. And it's... Wait. I think some of that you said without trying to hit a six-run home run. I think there was some of that with him 
when he comes into that at bat one for fifteen. Yeah. And his one hit is that. Yeah. Ass out. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I like I don't think it's a total coincidence that. He got that strong single right. in the eighth, and then oh, in the ninth, loaded, just yeah. crushes this ball into the burning tire fire of the, <laughs> of the Astros bullpen. Oh man! Uh, but somewhere I, I like Brad wonder, Lidge is going like, man, tough one for the bullpen there. <laughs> I, I do wonder, like, uh, and there's no way to know this, and this is one of those like maybe dumb sports writer things, but like, you know, last year that wild card game, there's no way that you could be around that and not believe that there was something unleashed. Sure, you know, that happened in Anaheim and then in Baltimore and all that stuff. And you do wonder, after, like you mentioned, you know, kind of sleepwalking. That's probably not exactly the right not term, but just, just not being just a good not, team. Not, not playing the way they had played yeah. all year long. Like, you do wonder, like, maybe this is their moment. May, I mean, may, it, uh, but also, like, I mean, you know, we were both there last year. That wasn't a very good baseball team for right. large portions of the season. Very, very flawed. This was a good baseball team yes. from day one to Mm-hmm. So I don't know necessarily if this is a release of any sort of demons or if this is you know sort of a, an exorcism or anything like that or if it's just a very good baseball team playing like a very good baseball team and that's why you know game five um, you know you don't you can't just assume that you know they're gonna walk you know, yeah because you've got their shakiest of their three starters on the mound isn't that crazy I mean it is and it isn't you know we've watched him for weeks struggle right but the fact that like on July 20th or whatever it was if you're like you're going to be shaky with Johnny Cueto but uh, one one thing too like um, all the attention is going to go to the top of the eighth today and I get that that's where it should be but the bottom of the eighth was pretty (laughs) boss too I mean Wade Davis comes in he needed seven pitches to get out of that and what What'd you say that the Astros uh, the needed? The Astros needed four. Wade, Wade Davis, one man, did what four Astros relievers could not, which could is not. get six outs without incident. Yeah. And, and, you know, we talk about this all the time, how much the Royals having these guys in the back end, you know, makes it easier. And having Wade Davis able to go get six outs, I mean, you know, if they could theoretically do that uh, in game five, you, you can't do that every game. But if you right. can do that in every elimination game, that is a weapon that really no other team has that I can think of. No one has a, a, a guy who can go get, who's just a monster and can rebound like that. You know? Yeah, I mean, the Yankees had two guys sure. at the back that, sure. that you had faith in, and Batonsis got hit around. Um, but they're out. You know? Right, right, right. I mean, the Blue Jays don't have that guy. The Rangers don't have that guy. The, Not even the, close. Uh, maybe Trevor Rosenthal can do that for the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, you know, the Mets, maybe Yuri's familiar, but probably not. No one who, with that degree of certainty, you can put in and say, you know, we're going to be fine. He could go get nine outs. Yeah. I mean, he, he's built, he's big enough, he's strong enough to go do that. And so it's sort of like releasing this monster out into the wild that they, they really didn't have last year because Greg Holland was great, but he was pitching in the tour at UCL, yeah. which explains why he couldn't get multiple innings last year. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's not just, I, I know that, you know, Madsen's, we, we already talked about this, got lit up in the seventh yeah. inning, but he's been good enough He's that, I, good. you know, I, I think you're going to trust him going out again. Sure. And, 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 if, and if you don't trust him, go send Kelvin Herrera out right, there. Right, know? And they didn't even throw Duffy today right. either. And, and you know, Madsen getting hit, uh, it sucks for Madsen. You know, like, he's been a great story and a better pitcher for them this year. But the Astros are also really good. Sure, I mean, sure. Carlos Correa, you know, he's going to – people are going to talk about goodness, the – he is good. They're going to talk about the error, but my God, he's a good player. He's unbelievable. He's the talent – that that double – I know that pitch was 
pretty much down the middle, the, yeah. the double down the line, right? But to, to take Ventura opposite field like right. that with the line drive right down the line, I mean, he's just like... <laughs> Yeah, I, I, he's Alex Rodriguez of 1994. Yeah, he's right? 21 years old. Yeah, yeah he's a 21 year old monster. I yeah. Mean, um, so that's why you know when we talk about Game Five, you think about Johnny Cueto going to face these guys. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it, if the momentum from this, like the, 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 the saying, is what it is for a reason. You know, momentum is only as good as that day's starting pitcher. Right. That's why it's and, all about Cueto. And in the first inning of uh, Game Two, Johnny Cueto did not have any momentum. Oh. Um, except for his shimmy pitch getting <laughs> knocked over the wall. But I do think, like, one thing that they have going for him, um, we, we talked about the back end of the bullpen. Um, potentially you get six outs out of out of Davis, and even if you just say three and three right. from Madsen and Herrera, you've got Duffy and Chris Young. You've got Chris Young. Um, and I, I don't know what the weather's going to be like on Wednesday, but if it's cold, I mean, that's a big part. I mean, that that's exactly, you know, that, that's his time. That's, if, you, if you are the Royals, if you're, you know, Ned Yost, Dave Island, you know, Dayton Moore, I mean, I would think they would have to, and, it may, and maybe we overrate Chris Young because we've seen, you know, we, we look at the things he can do, and he's so smart, and he, he seems just so much further ahead of, of other people when it comes to talking about pitching and things like that. Maybe we overrate him because of this, but to me, if Johnny Cueto is in a serious bind early in game five, I think you have to go to Chris Young, and you have to go to Chris Young aggressively, and I'm talking second or third inning. Yeah. Like, you know, not fourth or fifth. I'm talking if Cueto... I, I, I do think it, it sends a psychic message to your team, which sometimes can be negative to have that quick of a hook, but if there's a guy who can pitch well against this lineup, the Astros lineup, in the Royals Park, it, it's Chris Young. I mean, yeah. you saw it the other night. He struck out seven, you know, coming in cold um, out of the rain delay. And I think that's a really important factor for the Royals that, that gives them an out if Cueto is struggling. But it's up to the Royals to actually deploy that guy. But, right, it is for sure. But I, I think they will. I think they will be aggressive. I mean, there's been times that... Um, I think Ned hasn't managed with a whole lot of urgency in this series. There's been, you know, we talked about, um, you know, the other day with some of the, the, the pitching, you know, decisions that he made. But in, in an elimination game, a double, like, you know, a winner take all, you know, sort of thing like that. I just, they're negligent. If, if you know, yeah. if Cueto is bases loaded with one out in the second or, you yeah, know, bases yeah. loaded one out in the fourth, then you bring, don't I mean, you, you don't should bring in Kelvin Herrera. Yeah. Like, honestly, you should bring in yeah. Kelvin Herrera have him get through. And, and, and that's what it's going to be, you know, it's about being creative, and it's about deploying your assets in the best way, and you know that there's people within the Royals organization who could map out contingency plans for each, you know, for each emergency, but it's about actually, you know, executing. Yeah. And so I'm, I'd be curious to see what they do, and, and look, Johnny Cueto's got a ton of talent, sure. he's got a lot riding on the line, he could go out and throw seven scoreless innings, I mean, yeah. that's not outside the realm of possibility, I'm very curious to see how the Astros, you know, if they if they have any energy or if they're totally, you know, destroyed after this one. It, it could go either way. You know, yeah. It's baseball. Who the hell knows? But um, the Royals, like we said, you know, we've talked about this from the beginning. The Royals have more talent than the Astros. Yeah. They have more talent in every phase of the game. It's about whether they can access that talent and execute in the high leverage spots. And they did that in game two. They did that in game four. They didn't do it in game one. They didn't do it in game three. 
that's really all it comes down to. There's nothing else going on yeah. besides that. And, and there is no, like, I, I wrote this line in my column today that, that um, you know, baseball is our most measurable sport, and it's also the most unpredictable. Right. And, and in a one-game situation like that, we can talk as much as we want about Wade Davis, um, and, and he is an alien, but <laughs> it's still, like, pretty close to a coin flip whenever two good baseball teams are playing each other. Pretty much, yeah. 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 So we should just flip a coin now and then figure out if we're going to go to Toronto or not. Yeah. Or Texas. Probably Toronto. Yep. Does anyone know why David Price was pitching today? That was weird, right? Maybe by the time this podcast is posted, there will be an explanation that doesn't make <laughs> my head hurt. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure they just pitched Wade Davis or David Price. What's the difference? Yeah. They treated David Price like Wade Davis when... David Price could start game five? I don't know. I'm curious to see what happened there. What? But I don't know. In the meantime. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening. If you got all the way to the end, uh, crazy game. You can read all about it in the page of the Kansas City Star, uh, kansascity.com, and our True Blue app. Have a good night. Love you guys.